0: one thing that has been on my mind for the longest time is thinking of a way of introducing my episodes because every time it's like hi guys welcome back to another episode of I'm on the Podcast," <laughs> and you guys are not complaining but i feel like it could be a lot more me you dig it like i don't know how to explain it but i feel like i, I could switch it up but until that time hi guys and welcome back to another episode of audience of one the (laughs) podcast this is myrna your host and i'm super excited to be recording this because this is the very first episode in our relationship series in set applause celebration noises (laughs) celebration noises for real myrna anyways how are you guys personally me i'm tired T Y A D exhausted (laughs) i want to go back to where i'm coming from which is school I feel like in school, I have so much normalcy because I have a fixed schedule. So I know everything I'm meant to do, when I'm supposed to do it, how it's meant to happen. But at home, I feel like that normalcy is stripped away from me. And in school, my time, I know that my time is my time. I manage the way I spend my time. But then at home, my time is shared time. Because I have to do what I have to do like with the podcast, planning episodes, creating content, and then still try to keep the house because like oh people are going to be fixing this and coming to check up on that and visitors and whatnot and prepping meals and everything and frankly i may be exhausted i want to go back to school (laughs) i know my time is my time but besides that how are you guys how far for those of us in nigeria how far elections on saturday gubernatorial this time around i know that the presidential elections the outcome was not what we expected it was low-key in the face not low-key high-key because we were so confident in the fact that we were going to have a free free and fair election but the opposite is what took place because there's evidence of like so many things that are just against the entire tenets of democracy but i'm not trying to make this a political class or a law class my point is that we should still remain steadfast. Keep Nigeria in your prayers. God has already promised us that He's going to do a new thing in this nation in this season. So let's not forget that promise. Let's not act as though we do not know the, the credibility of our God. Like why are you doubting the credibility? Why are you doubting the credibility of His promises? He has said anything and He's going to do it. Our job and our duty is to do our parts by voting, praying, and praising in advance. It's not like all these um service providers. Anyways, that's besides the point. But how are you for real, for real? It would be nice to get feedback. So it doesn't feel like I'm talking to myself. But really, how are you? <laughs> how are you doing? I hope, you know, your life is going okay. It's going great. Amazing. And... Yeah, I'm wishing you the best in whatever you are doing right now. So, with that being said, let us get right into the episode. The title of today's episode is Before the Person. Yes, Before the Person. And I believe it's an aspect of relationships that's not really talked about enough. And here's the reason why. All the time, when you think about relationships, it's always you know, find this person, settle down, you know. And I'm like, okay, that's amazing. My mother, <laughs> I love my mom, but like every single morning when she's about to leave the house, she'll come and she'll be like, okay, let's pray, let's pray. she going say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I bless your holy name. I thank you for Myrna. I thank you for Natara. Natara is my sister. I thank you for Merna. I thank you for nasara I pray that you will give them good husbands that will help them build the home. Good husbands that will treat them right. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, amen, amen. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that praying for your future spouse or future partners is bad. No, it's amazing. Do that. But sometimes we ignore the fact that there is self-development that needs to take place for you to be ready for that relationship that you are praying for. Period. And this a message i said this message this episode is inspired by a message that i listened to by pastor mike todd of transformation church when he did his own relationship series like i think it was like in 2020 or something like that but he really made some valid points that stuck with me and i'm going to share with you guys as well because why not if not (laughs) so yeah let's delve right into it okay so i already established back that like Relationships people tend to think that sometimes the problems in the relationships are the fault of the other person, but sometimes that's not always the case. We are the problems at times, you are the problem at times, I am the problem at times, <laughs> and that's just facts. A lot of the issues in relationships that we think are the other person's fault are actually not. Their faults. Their singleness problems. Yes. And I'll explain what I mean in a minute. If my boyfriend and I. Which I do not have. (laughs) If my hypothetical boyfriend and I. Were to argue. I know I'm a very defensive person. So. Already automatically I'm going to be like. How can you say this is my fault? No. It is what you said and what you did. That brought us to this particular point in time. Even though. If I think deeply. Muna, this problem is coming from you <laughs> but that's just besides the point so the first thing i want to establish is the fact that there are certain things that we as individuals have to understand and that god wants us to understand before we'll be able to enter relationships and these things are so necessary because without the understanding without the foundation in these points that i'm going to explain very soon we will not be able to foster relationships that will actually succeed okay let me delve right in the first time that god said that something was not good was in genesis chapter 2 verse 18. and it was when after he had made man he said that it's not good for man to be alone i will make him a helper that is just right for him now like Pastor Mike said something that was actually so, like, funny. But it made so much sense. He was like, God is supreme all by himself. He doesn't need anybody else. Who would have known it was a mess up? Like, who would have known that God messed up if, like, man, he made man to be very individualistic, right? But God knew that we needed relationships. And we established in the previous episode that God wants relationships. He wants a relationship with us first. And then he wants relationships for us. So it's already an innate desire in all of us as human beings to want to have relationships with people. And like I said, I'm not just talking romantic. I'm talking about romantic included, platonic, friendship, with your family, with your co-workers, with your classmates, your colleagues, everything It's a natural desire for us to want to get along with people, for us to have people around us, right? But just because it is a natural desire for us to have relationships, it doesn't mean that we should go into any relationship that we see. No. Don't be in a place where they are stealing your peace. (laughs) Literally, do not be in a place where they are stealing your peace. And I believe that God like not like a particular order but there were specific things that he wanted us to understand he wanted us to be solid in ah solid roots solid fruits (laughs) solid roots solid fruits if you know you know period (laughs) it's the theme of the month in CCI. that's why it's not like it's an inside joke anyways there are certain things that god wanted us to be solid in you know have a profound understanding of so that we'll be able to equip enable us to be equipped to you know foster relationships that will actually succeed and i'm going to read from genesis chapter 2 again chapter 2 15 3 to 18 and you're going to be like i don't get what does genesis have to do with relationships right but i just want us to highlight certain aspects of this verse you can read it yourself so yeah god placed man in the garden of eden he placed the man that he made in the garden of eden right and the garden the trees there, produced fruit right and god's um god's purpose for man in the garden he placed him there to tend and watch about the garden and he gave him the freedom to eat from any fruits except one Right, so like these things now that I've said, just like okay, he placed man, place he made the man that he made, he created man, the trees produced fruit,, uh-huh, and then the man's purpose there was to tend to the fruit and the garden, and man had freedom to eat except one. And I'm going to highlight these, so essentially, the point I'm trying to make or what I'm trying to say is that. There are certain things that God wants to deposit in us, right? Because the truth is, so many times in our relationships with people, romantical, friendship, platonical, we're looking for people to replace what only God can give us. And I'm not even like talking from an out-of-body experience. Like, no, this has happened to me. I've experienced it and I know the effects i know how bad it is i was looking for peace and in that particular point in time i was not even looking to god because i was vexing with him like i i did not want to hear anything about god in that moment so i was looking for other people to give me the peace that only god could give me because now i have the understanding that it's only god that can give me a peace that surpasses all understanding a peace that will be able to satisfy me If you're looking for other people to replace what only God can give you, you will never be satisfied. And that's just the honest truth. No matter how hard you try. Take it from me. I was there jumping from pillar to post. (laughs) I was friends with everybody. Anybody died just so like that. Oh my God, friendship, yes. Relationship, yes. Let's go. And I was looking for peace. And I was not getting the peace. In fact, it was giving me more headache. Like, I beg, you are stressing me out. So I was like, at that point in time, I was like, I'm done with people. I'm done. I closed off completely. I was talking to people for like three months. I, I zoned off. I said zoned off, zoned out. It was like I did not exist on the planet of the face of the earth. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm saying this in a humorous manner, but it was not funny at the time. And this brings me to our anchor scripture for the entire relationship series, which is Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 through to 12. And I read it in the previous episode, so I'm not going to read it all over again. But it said that two people are better than one. Why? Because they can help each other succeed. If one person should fall, the other person can help pick them up. But a person who falls alone is in great trouble. And, that, like, that just proves how essential it is for us as human beings to have relationships with people. You need people around you because the moment that you are alone, the moment that you now give up on the human beings, that's when the enemy is going to come and you're going to be his main target. You're, you're, you're the perfect target. You're like a piece of, you're like, you know, when you go to the market. <laughs> if you go to a market and you want to buy meat you know how the meat is just there and the, the flies are just gathering around this meat and it's like oh do I really want to buy that well you laugh as you go buy I'm sure. like you still buy the meat and that's literally how it is you are just exposed for the enemy to come and feed you with all manners of lies about you and that's exactly what he did to me because me I was not looking to God, to, like, please. I was like, I beg anything to me concerning God, may I know they do harm again? Like, I was not interested because I was so upset because so much was happening. I was so upset with God at that moment. I didn't want to hear anything. The people that I was clinging to to give me peace, they were not giving me peace. I was like, I'm done. So I was alone, very, very isolated. And the devil came and was feeding me lies about how I'm not wanted, about how I'm not worth it. And The people that would have been, like, if I had people around me, they would have been able to say, no, Marina, that's not true. Don't let the enemy fool you. It's so important for us to have relationships, right? But then there are things that we also, as individuals, need to understand before we can even step into these relationships for us to be able to foster these relationships, to facilitate success in the relationships (laughs) i've said relationship like 800 times but yeah like and i'm going to explain all of this very very soon just stay with me stay with me the first thing i want to establish is the fact that god desires to put you in a place where you can achieve so the number one is place yes and the thing is that sometimes the place where god desires to put us, it's not the place where we want to put ourselves. And I'm going to give a very practical example that almost everybody can relate to. Our families. I'm sure everybody's family at one point in time, they have just vexed you. I'm just like, God, when you were dispatching babies, you saw me and you said, you said, you decided to send me here? <laughs> like really? There was no other family? You did not see me to put in the, in the, not with the Kardashians, no. not even to put in a cute little family they don't used to have struggles but like no it doesn't work that way and my family they can they can't stress me to the point of tears but he has placed me in this family he has put me in this place and i understand that god will put you in a place where you will learn certain things Like certain skills, certain abilities that will help you achieve your purpose. Right? God reveals your purpose to you when you are in the place that he puts you. And like using this family thing as an example. My family. If I was not in this family, I don't think I would have the patience that I have with people. The tolerance that I have with people. Because sometimes people will do things to me and I'm like, I'm just going to let it slide. Because it's not worth fighting. I pick my battles. I pick my battles. <laughs> because of the things that I have seen. I have experienced in my family. And I, I believe it's a skill. Because I can't stop fighting and stressing over every single thing that happens. Offense is, offense is inevitable. You're going to offend you. People are going to offend you. Really. And another thing is. I'm learning. I'm still learning. I will not lie. Because it's hard. But I'm learning to love the unlovable there's even a book like that my auntie gifted me that book like sometime two weeks ago or last week loving the unlovable because there are so many times when especially in my family it feels like this person does not even deserve the love so why should i why should i stress why should i bother right but i now have to remind myself that as a christian i'm called to love even when it's hard even when it's too even when it's painful I'm gonna learn. I'm I'm going to have to love this person. Loving the unlovable is something that I I am learning still because of this place that God has put me in, and He reveals, like I said, He reveals your purpose to you when you are in the place. But sometimes we fight the place so hard, and we're looking for people to validate our choices, and we end up missing the purpose, right? And I'm going to share this thing, and it's actually low-key low-key kind of personal like (laughs) (laughs) but it's funny but it's kind of personal i'm in the choir right like in our in the fellowship in my school and i remember very very vividly when the time came and they were appointing new executives i will not lie to people because i'm all i'm all about transparency here yes i will cast myself if it means that (laughs) I'm encouraging somebody else. The price, the price you pay. Anyways, they were appointing new executives. And I promise you, I was so confident that I was going to be like, I was going to be one. I was probably going to be like the assistant choir director or something. And guess what? It was not me. <laughs> it was not me. And will not lie, it came a little bit of a, of, of, of a shark, and I was like, what, <laughs> what do you mean, <laughs> and I don't, I, I did not tell anybody how I was feeling, I didn't, but I know I complained in my heart, and then I think I told my sister about it, right, but I was, I was really hoping that, like, people would come to me and be like, uh-uh, guy, how far now? How come it was not you? I'm a little surprised. Nobody came to me, yo. <laughs> I was looking for people to come and validate my, my, my feelings. Nobody came. Nobody came. And I was like, it's not like I was angry. I was just like a bit sad, you know. Then I realized later on, one day I was just meditating and Holy Spirit now said, but you know that you are not ready for this position. So why are you, why are you, why are you sad that I did not give it to you? Hey! It was like a slap in my eye. <laughs> a knock on my head. Because <laughs> that was the honest truth. I realized that God wanted to teach me so much. You guys, if I was in that position now, I would have been such a bad leader. I would have been such a bad leader with little to no knowledge of vocal technique, still struggling to find my own footing. I would not have known anything. How did I come to me, zero knowledge, for me to now impact zero knowledge? How am I supposed to lead more than, well, up to like 30 now, I believe, in total, like 20 something people? How? How how is it possible? How? How? How was I going to do it? And I feel like, That was... No, I don't feel like... I know that... That was actually God's doing. Because... Ah, gosh. I'm really sharing with you guys. (laughs) A vulnerability. Anyways. Because I know that... There are certain times for me... That... Pride... Or before... Pride used to get the best of me. Especially when I feel like I know too much. So I'm not willing to... Learn... Because I feel like I know too much. I have more experience than this person. So what can this person possibly t- tell me or teach me that I don't already know? And that was, a, that was a very prideful thing. And me? With that kind of pride? Now come and be, be a leader? Nah, it would have been a mess. It would have actually been a big mess. So that was how I knew that it wasn't possible. I knew that, okay... That place, that was not the place that I was meant to be in that moment, right? That position was not the place that I wanted to, that was meant to be. I wanted to be there. But God had to keep me in the place of Elena still. And now I'm understanding so much. And I have started achieving, at, at, achieving, attaining. <laughs> I started working on purpose. Because it was during the time that this whole thing happened that i got the i started getting the conviction to start this podcast and i i honestly don't know if it would have have happened if i was quite directly because i'm like oh my god no me i've arrived (laughs) but that's just besides the point as a person if you ignore the place that god has put you in if you ignore the place chances are you'll possibly Probably miss your purpose and the place is not an option. Like where God wants to put you is not an option. You're gonna find yourself there. And the only thing is that you need to stop fighting the place You need to stop Struggling to put people in the place that only God can fill, because you always be disappointed if you do that Let me explain what I mean you can't, like, you just can't put your, and call your identity on human beings. Only your identity is in God. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. Identity. That's even the next thing I'm going to talk about. Ah! Holy Spirit activated. <laughs> As I was saying, until you stop fighting having people in the place only God can fill, you will always be disappointed. And that's just the truth. Only God can put you in a place where you will begin to discover your purpose. And when you now understand that, you begin to fully walk in your identity in Christ Jesus. You were made in God's image to be like Him. In my God, there is you. Uh-uh, you carry the presence of God. Your pe- If your personality is being defined by anything other than God, then you've missed it. The enemy wants you to not know who you are. So that he can come and confuse you. The, you see, the devil is not scared of a fake guy, oh. He's not scared of a fake guy. So, like, you can't be another person. You enemy he, Like, what's your business? If you don't know who you are, you are that meat in the market oh, that flies to come and follow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the truth. For instance, now, me and my sister were not the same size in clothing, right? And if I try to look like my sister, if I wear her clothes, I would look like a sack of rice. Like, I I can't because we don't have the same measurements. She's, like, her measurements are different from mine. I can't wear her clothes. She can't wear my clothes. There are certain situations where we can wear each other's clothes, actually. But my point is that... (laughs) You can never be completely comfortable in an identity that is not your own. You don't have to guess who you are. It's either you believe it or you don't. Uh-uh. Like literally, Imago day, is me. The presence of God I carry. As I walk into the room, spirit flow, spirit flow. How about you guys give yourself some credit. Give yourself some credit. If you don't stand for anything you will fall for everything. If you don't know who you are in Christ Jesus, and you don't know who you carry on the inside of you, you are going to be the perfect prey for the enemy to descend upon. And it all boils down, I say boils down, <laughs> it all boils down to studying the word of God and understanding it. Because all of this thing that I'm saying, it's not, it's not somebody that told me. It's in the word of God. You have the Bible app, you version, you have it. And people haven't spent enough time in that word. They haven't spent enough time in the word to know their identity. And so we end up believing what everybody else tells us about ourselves. You know, what our classmates say, what our business partners say. And that's not how it's meant to be. And all of this happens before a person. Because you can't walk into a relationship not strong or confident in who you are. Because when you do that, you will not end up depending on your partner or depending on people around you to tell you who you are. And if they don't know, <laughs> my dear, you can't be letting other people tell you who you are. You can't. You can't do that. You can't let that happen. You can't. Me. I'm telling you because I. you're my guy. I love you. <laughs> Why well, jeez. You are literally the image of God, ambassador of Christ, stamped by Jesus. Uh-uh. You can't let another person define you. You can't let anything outside of this truth define you. You can't let anything outside of this truth qualify your personality. And moving on to another thing. When going back to Genesis chapter 2, verse um 15 to 18. God, you know, he placed man in the garden, gave him a purpose, which was to tend the um fruits. And I said tend the fruits, tend the garden. And then he said, you can freely eat of everything except this tree. And sometimes people will be like, oh, why would a loving God? <laughs> people will be like, Why would a loving God, you know, if He's all-powerful and if He cares so much, why would He make there be limits? Why would He give exceptions? Because He loves you. Every good parent knows that if you don't put limits as children, we are going to hurt ourselves. And it's not going to be intentional. Uh Uh Me, when I was a baby... to put any and everything in my mouth literally even give me they gave me a nickname in this house that i cannot i cannot say on the public platform because (laughs) i will not be walking on the road and somebody just say hey i'm like hey don't call me that no 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 even like even got me a nickname i used to conceive i would put any and everything anything as long as i can pick it up it's going into my mouth so constantly, my mother would be, like my mother and my aunties, everybody around me in that moment would be like, oh, no, 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 don't do that. Drop it, drop it, drop it. Because, uh-uh, the day I, sw- I come and swallow it, because will happen? With my little baby digestive system, what will, what will happen? Every good parent gives us limits so that we don't hurt ourselves better intentionally or unintentionally which will most likely happen unintentionally same thing with relationships if you don't have standards before your relationship then your relationship will now make the standard for you and just because something feels good it doesn't mean that it's good for you if you don't have a standard and you now meet somebody that also does not have standards the two of you will just be a big fat mess (laughs) And like I, that's what I love so much First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 23. Apostle Paul was like, yeah, he said, I can do anything, but not everything is good for me. I can do anything, but not everything is beneficial. And he just acknowledges that as Christians, like there's there's no greater maturity than knowing that, yeah, you have the freedom to do this, but you know the effects of what doing this thing would cause or you know the consequences of what would happen if you did this thing and you're like no i'm better off because it's it's not beneficial to me so when you have these non-negotiables when you set these parameters for yourself you set these exceptions from the word of god and also for yourself you understand that you you begin to build a standard for yourself okay like now as christians we want to enter romantic relationships we already know that number one stop stop mm, english number one top standard do not be unequally yoked. don't be in another in a relationship with an unbeliever that's already standard for us that is a standard for us but if you don't spend time studying the word of god you won't be able to be, to discern these standards for yourself and if you don't have the standard before the relationship you enter the relationship that relationship gonna make the standard for you and that's that's truth before when you um, before on your own normally you don't really do nice movements you don't really go out you don't really drink you don't really smoke but then when you get into this particular group of people and how are you going to tell them oh no like I don't really do this you guys hang out obviously then everybody's passing blunt and then it reaches your hand you never know when you, you just smoke it and passes the next person you just hit the joint and pass the next person and before you know it that friendship has now set the standard for you so maybe ordinarily on your own nah you don't even really drink like that like me personally i hate alcohol i i detest it i don't know why like i don't i don't understand i physically cannot bring my brain to comprehend how people enjoy it right <laughs> and that's just me personally i'm even talking like even if i was not a christian i would not drink that's how like i just don't like it anyways that's besides the point so me now just that's just my personal preference right i'm saying if i were not a christian that was just be my personal preference but then if i get this a group of people and they get off on drinking and getting drunk automatically i'm going to fall into that because i don't have standards and the relationship i have with these people will not set the standard for me and then there's another thing you know second peter chapter one verse three it already told us that god has given us everything that we need to live a godly life when we come to know him so that's the answer to your question if you're like oh how do i do this thing how do you do think get to know him if when you get to know god you will understand fully the standards that he has set for you as a baby girl as a baby boy of his <laughs> i don't know i always call myself a baby girl for jesus literally when you get to know him first that i said first peter i'm so sorry second peter chapter 1 verse 3 yes that's it 2nd peter 1 verse 3 he has given us everything that we need for a godly life or some people say oh for life and godliness when we come to know him when we come to the knowledge of him how do we now come to knowledge of god when you take out the time you study the word you plug yourself into a group a community of believers that will strengthen you help you build up your faith you know stir yourself up so you'll be able to experience progress and experience joy in the faith i love this illustration that pastor mike todd gave he had an empty jar right and that empty jar or that empty bottle represents our vessel like ourselves as human beings and then he filled it up with small ping pong or like small table tennis balls and those balls now represent people and what they tell us about what they tell us yes about ourselves so it's like okay you're just filling it up with okay you know your family members are telling you, oh you need to lose some weight or you need to gain some weight or you talk some funny way or if you don't do this you won't settle down and you won't get married and you won't find a husband is this how you're going to be in your husband's house <laughs> this is just a lot that happens in like african families and girls and then you move on out of your parents houses and then you go to class and you go to school and people are saying oh you need to be with this group of people to succeed or you need to do this certain type of way or you can't hang out with us because you stand for this and you think you're all that blah blah blah, blah. and then you move on to your adult life and then your co-workers are stressing you out and telling you oh this is the only way to success oh why haven't you achieved this at 25 this and that that and that and it's so much it is so so much people are setting so many standards for you about yourself right so at this point in time the jar is just filled with all these orange balls then he brings a jug of water and that water represents the word of god and you growing in the knowledge of christ so at first he pours the water right and in the beginning it doesn't feel like anything is happening, and it doesn't look like anything is happening. But keep going because anything that's worth doing is worth doing continually or continuously. Shasha, consistency is the key. <laughs> so when you keep pouring that water in, it's to get to a point where the water starts to push out the balls. So the word of God that you are filling yourself with, it starts to remove and eject all these wrong standards that you have been consuming that you have convinced yourself that is the truth and you're filling yourself up you're filling yourself up with god and you're beginning to understand your purpose and your identity but what happens when you start feeling better than before and this is i'm talking from a place of experience because that happened to me when i first when i started to take my walk with god seriously this was like Probably twenty twenty one, if I'm being very honest. 2021 ish. <laughs> when I started, you know, at first I was feeling good. It was good, and everything. I, I, I had started. I attending. I used to go to church, but I wasn't really learning in church. <laughs> I, started, I started attending fellowship more. I started reading the Word of God more for myself. I would fast for so many days on end you know i was there was a hunger and i remember the first day i started speaking in tongues hey you couldn't tell me otherwise i had arrived (laughs) and it was so hilarious because it got to a place of complacency i felt like yeah i didn't need to try as hard because you know i've experienced this growth so far but at this point in time going back to the balls and the jar illustration the water like the jar right the water is at the bottom but the balls are still halfway full and if you ask somebody to go to the back of the room they will only see the orange balls on top they are not going to see the water at the bottom which is so true because okay you started growing in your work with god but then you still haven't fully understood it. So you're like, okay, yeah, sure. I can still hang out with these people and I can still go out and drink when it's my birthday. Or when I hang out with friends. Like, that's fine. I can go get drunk and that's my coping mechanism. Or I can get high on this because that's how I release from the stress and tension of the day. But people are only seeing the balls. But for you it's like yeah you know i can still do this but god is good god is great hallelujah glory to god <laughs> glory <laughs> but people are only seeing the balls nobody is seeing your progress your progress is not evidence to all your profiting is not evident but here's the thing continue when you completely fill yourself up right if you pour all the water into that jug, it's going to be a point where the water will push out all the balls. So, at this point in time, you have filled yourself up completely with Christ. And anything anybody tries to tell you, it will only stay on the surface. It will not submer- it it sink. Why? Because you have completely submerged yourself in Christ. And you have grown solid roots. Hey, hey. And solid fruit. my goodness i love cci wow i love cci so much don't worry guys false alarm i just hit my table (laughs) anyways you've completely submerged yourself in christ and you've grown roots. so at this point in time like i said all of this happens before the person so now you are fully submerged in christ so you have understood the place that god has put you in your purpose has you have discovered your purpose you're walking in and you understand your identity and you are growing in christ jesus to the point that you know yourself too well you know who you carry on the inside of you so the standards that people are setting for you you know that doesn't matter and in the eventual occasion where you know people will now say things to you when the person comes when you get, you know, your new group of friends or your new partner, they can just look at you and be like, no, that's not you. That's not true. And I'm using a very practical example. There was a time when I wanted to go somewhere, right? And because this was like a little while after I had started doing my podcast. I wanted to go somewhere. A place that I knew I had no business being in. Because literally, if somebody saw me and they knew me, how would i explain myself (laughs) so i was just talking to somebody and he slipped out and they were like no that's not you that's not even your kind of vibe like we don't do that you don't go there i wouldn't even believe that you did that and i'm like holy spirit thank you (laughs) literally all of this happens before the person so when we have come to the understanding of who we are in christ we understand the place that god has put us in the purpose that he has given us we walk in our identity and we grow continuously I say continuously <laughs> we grow continually you know we're experiencing progress in the faith enjoying the faith our profiting and showing to everybody how who can who can come and mess with you the baby boy baby girl for Jesus when you achieve all these things and the person can come you have set standards for yourself, standards that are now laid on the foundation that are inspired by the truth of God's word. And like I said, all of this happens before the person. You guys, I really hope that this episode blessed you and gave you insight as much as it did for me. Because it was a mind opener for me, like it I say mind opener, eye opener. <laughs> it was an eye opener for me. And I really hope it was an eye-opener for you as well. Don't forget, this is our relationship series here on Audience of One. So you can share it with your friends, your family, your uncles, your aunties, your boyfriend, your cousin, your girlfriend, your ex. Yes, everybody that you know. Let them know, let them be blessed, and let them learn to win at relationships. Watch out for the next episode because I'm going to have a very, very... No, I'm not say it yes suspense leave you guys in suspense you're gonna wait you're gonna wait (laughs) but watch out for the next episode is going to be equally as amazing dare i say more amazing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you guys i really give myself sound effects (laughs) and if my voice was low at any point I apologize it's the middle of the night i'm recording this and i don't want to shout because my mother is sleeping (laughs) anyways I love you guys so much and stay safe. Watch out for the next episode and I will see you guys next time. Bye.